Badger Politics. I'm Scott Stern. This Paul Sickle. Hey, Paul. Any news today? Uh, just another day in the impeachment. The House Intelligence Committee uh, public hearings on the impeachment. Mm-hmm. So we had Bill Taylor, who's the charge d'affaires, basically the uh, acting ambassador of uh, Ukraine. And then we From the had, United States. Yes. And then, and then the guy named Kent, right? Yes. Talk. So, Mr. George Kent, who is the uh, Deputy Assistant Secretary for European and Eurasian so, Affairs. So what was the biggest takeaway from this whole thing? So there was a phone call that took place on July 26th, which is one day after uh, Trump's phone call to Zelensky, mm-hmm. head of Ukraine. Oh, I thought it was the alderman. It was about the tower he was building on the South Shore Drive here. South Superior Street, Zelensky. Zelensky? <laughs> Tony Zelensky. Oh, yes, it's Trump's, not Tony Zelensky. Trump's oh, it's, call no, to it's, Tony it's, Zelensky. It's, 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 okay, well, that's what Uncle Rick was telling me about, that Tony so, Zelensky was bringing in the deep state. Right. Um, so, so Taylor, Mr. Bill Taylor, testified that, uh, he, uh, quote, the member of my staff could hear President Trump on the phone asking Ambassador Sondland about the investigations. Ambassador Sondland told President Trump that the Ukrainians were ready to move forward. So this was, again, a day after the Trump phone call to Zelensky. That happened, like, mid-meeting today. And so they've already uh, scheduled uh, this guy to testify, this aide to testify on Friday in closed committee. So I guess his his name is uh, Mr. David Holmes. So it won't be public testimony, but it will be under oath, and it will be... Uh, before the before the committee, so that's newsworthy because it just lends credence to right. the whole argument that this was uh, kind of a tit for tat. Mm-hmm. So then, what happens uh, tomorrow? Is it uh, Friday? We have Marie Yovanovitch, who was the former ambassador to Ukraine, who was ousted uh, in spring because um, you know she was not viewed as uh, a loyalist and uh, not uh, not seen as a team player. To uh, Mr. Trump's mission in that part of the world, she was fired essentially. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think it, it will be uh, interesting to see what she has to say. Right, right. So uh, meanwhile, are we losing any? Uh, because this is about Joe Biden candidate for president. Yeah. Right? So are we losing any candidates for president? The Republicans are looking at it two ways. Mm-hmm. Because the reason they want this to be about the Bidens is a to damage Biden and his candidacy for president because he's leading Trump in every poll that's Mm -hmm. taken in in a head-to-head matchup. Mm -hmm. So either he comes into the primary or comes out of the primary as damaged goods, or they succeed in damaging him to the point where he doesn't make it out of the primary. Right. So that's why they're going to continue to harp on this, is because it could... Well, now we got Hillary Clinton says she might want to run. That's she says many, many, many people have asked her to run. She can never say never. Yeah, we, she's not. Uh, Michael Bloomberg. Yeah, I, I, um, I think there was at least one other name recently that came up. Paul Patrick. Paul Patrick, right, is uh, looking to jump in. So the field grows. Yeah, I, except looks like Julio Castro might be on his way out. Nobody that jumps in this late in the game is going to succeed unless it's somebody that's really being clamored for where there's a grassroots campaign to really uh, move this thing forward. It's, there you go. It's not, Hillary. It's, it's, it, 
forward. Yeah, because there's a grassroots campaign for Hillary. That's happening. Yeah, you never know. She's not running. So it's going to be Mayor Pete? Well, he is surging in Iowa. Right. As we've been talking mm-hmm. about. I, I mean, I think Biden actually might still wind up being basically what McCain was in 2008. Kind of the heir apparent. Well, he, he got the nomination. He was about done. People pronounced his campaign dead a million times. Yeah. And then eventually he got the nomination anyway because all the other candidates kind of faltered. Of course, he lost the presidency, and I, that's, of course, a risk with Biden or really any of these candidates, if you ask me. Yes. Because, you know, if you ask Uncle Rick, I mean, this is all just a big deep state conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to ask Uncle Rick. Trump said as much today when he mm-hmm. put out a video as the testimony was occurring about mm-hmm. how this is this is just the deep state, you know, fighting back, and I'm trying to take him mm-hmm. out, and... That's the, right. that's the route he's taking, right. you know, because right. he's got to keep his base happy and, and you've got rallied, ju- rallied and everything. You know, people saying George Soros controls the State Department yeah. now. Yeah. But then you I have mean, guys like, you know, Congressman Jim Jordan, you know, this this tool yeah. on the committee, you know, talking to Bill Taylor. He said straight out, like, this never happened. This, this never happened. And well, Jim Jordan can say that because... He's not under oath. He's sitting there behind his right. microphone. What he's trying to do is invoke off the hearsay rule, though. What's that? He's trying to invoke the hearsay rule. Well, of course. He's not being very articulate about it. He's just... Yeah. But he doesn't need to be. But again, like, his that's... followers aren't going to give a shit about that. Sure. They're, this is all very interesting. I, I'm just going to say anecdotally from what I've heard, and uh, I do know that there's been a lot of field efforts already in, underway. There's been quite a bit of polling, too, in Wisconsin, which is considered the, the ultimate swing state. Around lots of issues, an impeachment never, almost never comes up. It's like it's a real non-issue in most voters' minds. Right. I mean, there's, there's a few things I would say. The impeachment exercise so far has done some damage in terms of the polling. The polling from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution is to be believed. A majority of voters in that state, in In Georgia, Georgia. support the inquiry. Which was a swing state, in fairness. So I'm just saying the needle is being moved in the direction of those that support this inquiry. Yeah, but it was a very slight... It was 47, 43 or something like that. It was very slight, I thought. Or, um, yeah, was, but, that's, but that's different than what you saw several months ago where it was mm-hmm. like in the 20s of okay. those people that support it. So that's why I'm saying like, that if you look at the direction, sure, there's, there's something to be said. It's, no, it's notable. Now, mm-hmm. I come back to... You know, we don't know where this is going, and now... There's talk about, you know, from the Republican senators that, oh, we're going to drag this out into the new year and for several weeks, and that'll hamper several candidates that are currently serving in the U.S. Senate in terms of their campaign. Yeah, and I don't know if I necessarily buy that. I think that comes through as kind of an idle threat because it's not in their interest coming out of the holidays to have the first story of the new year really be about all the dirty laundry going right, on with right. the Trump campaign to k- kind of kick off the election effort. I don't know that that's necessarily a good move on their part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would hamstring the campaign efforts of these uh, of these senators that are running, like Warren and Sanders and Harris and others, but I think it's an idle threat. Now, the other thing I would say, from Trump's perspective, and we talked about this a little bit before the recording, mm-hmm. is a good argument on his part is really to kind of tie this all up into 
foreign aid as a political issue and say, yeah, absolutely I withheld the aid from Ukraine. You know what? I think we should do this more. I think we give too much money to these other countries. Right. I think we should bring that money back home and, and focus on our roads well, and our bridges. But then the question would be, how come he hasn't told the trade well, in other countries? Yeah, why hasn't like, he cut... Oh, he, oh, they don't have political sure. favors. He, he, he also campaigned on eliminating the debt and, and the deficit. Mm-hmm. Where, where is that? I mean, he's doubled it. Right. So, I mean, it, there's, there's what he says and what he does, and, and it doesn't really make a difference as long as he tells his supporters what they want to hear. So it says Deval Patrick is in... Starting tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I read that earlier, too. Wow. Uh, that's uh, And he works for Bain Capital Management? How's that going to fly? I just... With I, the I, I don't... Primary? Again, I don't see the groundswell for a Deval Patrick candidacy. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know where that's going. You still think it's a big four, then? Yeah. I think it's Biden, Sanders, Warren, and... And uh, Putin. Yep. So, what would you say the odds are... Uh, anybody who's not in the big four getting the nomination, like just uh, zero to like just coming out of chance. nowhere. Well, or a Hillary Clinton, or a Deval Patrick, uh, or a Michael Bloomberg, or or like a Castro or whatever Booker, virtually non-existent. And Castro didn't even qualify for the debate that's taking place. Okay, week. maybe Castro wasn't the best example, but how about Yang? There you no, go. No, Marianne Williamson. No, she's not okay, qualified for the debate either. Um, but, you know, I, I might, Klobuchar. Now, she's like a lot of second choices. She actually did surge a little bit. Yeah. Now. I mean, I think there's probably still some time for her to um, have a shot, but I, it, the window's closing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're coming up on Thanksgiving, and then nobody's going to pay attention for like a month, and then you know, we're going to hit the new year, and then things will really kick into high gear. So it's interesting, Trump's approval ratings are now negative 14 points, which is probably one of his worst points yeah. uh, of his presidency. Coinciding so with is, impeachment. Yeah. We are living in very cynical times when you compare us to where we were a few generations right, let ago. Let me get you back on the record again. What was your odds of somebody not from the big four, the field, <sighs> taking the Democratic nomination? Probably slim to none. I think it's going to go to Pete. You think so? Yeah. Well, um, if you can pull off Iowa, then who knows? Uh, something tells me the Warren card's going to play itself out. You think she's peaked too early? Possibly. Yeah, it's um, possible. You know, I just have a feeling. I think I'm going to go with Biden or Pete. Just okay. going to get it. I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm just telling you that's 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 my gut feeling. Yeah. What are the odds though of Trump getting reelected? Just a straight up reelect. Mm-hmm. Probably not far off from his approval rating, right around forty. I'll go with thirty-five. Okay. Um, wow, I was expecting you to be higher than me. No, I mean I still think that's a pretty good chance. That's better than his chances of getting elected would yeah. be considered when, before he was first up. So I would yes. say he's in about the same position he was four years ago, mm-hmm. more or less. Yeah. No, I do think there's reason to believe that. I mean, the thing is, I think he's basically in the same position. The question yeah. is whether 2016 was a fluke. Right. In the sense that uh, think, Hillary Clinton didn't campaign in Wisconsin. She well, lost Wisconsin I narrowly. Was, Same with Michigan and 
didn't campaign enough in Pennsylvania either. I think it was a little more right. Teflon that year. His lowest point was obviously the... Well, then why would you say he's a better chance than of winning than he would have because he's election inco- even Because he's the incumbent. All right. That's right. worth a few points. All right. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. I'll go with 35, which I still think is about where he was on election eve 16. Fair. You'd give him probably about 15% I think percentage just, points of getting elected, not polling. But you'd say it's really like natural incumbent advantage should be worth 15 or 20%. Mm. I take that, and then I just discount it right back because he's so <laughs> controversial. Well, and again, I come back to that... If the economy goes south, I think we start discounting further. Or even doesn't. That is a wild card. Even if it weakens a little bit. Because he staked his claim so much on it. Sure. If if the economy, which is fairly okay. Yeah. um, But if it looks. If it starts to sour. Even a little sluggish, it's no better than it was four years ago, Mm -hmm. which I think we're pretty close to. And if that's how they look at it. Then I think he's in trouble because I think four years ago the economy was actually fairly strong. Yeah. You add into that equation some of these other things that didn't exist for him a few years ago because if nothing else is accomplished by the impeachment hearings, it's put him on defense. He's not able to talk about all these other quote unquote successes right now or the things that he wants his supporters to be talking about. It's all about impeachment. Yeah, but right so now. did grab her by the P word. Put yeah, on the defense. for a few weeks. For a few weeks until he turned it around. Yeah, and I mean, made he's it. got a, he's got twelve months. Yeah, yeah. Turn it around. Oh, it's, uh, there's there's the almost, better part of a year. Eleven and a half months. But we have some other things hanging out there as well. Speaking of really important issues, the yeah, state the took state care of the holiday tree yeah. problem. Right? So yeah, the Wisconsin State Legislature always up to you know the big uh, the big fights and taking on mm-hmm. the uh, critical issues of the day. Um, they were compelled by the governor to have a special session around gun violence. You know, yeah, well, given, then, given yeah, all the doubt, said we're not give, doing anything. Yeah, right? give, given the mass shootings that have occurred over the uh, past few years, of course, what they did is the, they gabbled it in and gabbled it out seconds later. Didn't mm. take any action and then moved on. Like the and red so, flag laws, yeah, like the ones that like almost everybody supports. Right, the red flag and laws and closing or background like, check loophole, like all these things that they could they have talked about. They protected the rights of criminally insane people to keep their weapons. Yeah, it's that's awesome. It's ridiculous. Okay. I mean, so, so yeah, they, they did that, and, and well, meanwhile, Sharwood had to cancel all their schools today because of a, of a threat. Yeah, uh, of exactly. A threat. And, so and just, how do you explain that? Like, okay. My friend was telling me, like, oh yeah, I was scared. Like, uh, I was petrified for like two hours this morning about how I'm going to explain it to my eight year old. Like, yeah. why why for, can't you go to school? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. So instead of that. They spent their time this week debating the critical question about whether or not the tree that is placed in the Capitol this time of year is a holiday tree or a Christmas tree. It's Does a that mean Christmas they have to tree. like take down, like chop down the, the <laughs> holiday tree and then bring in yeah. another tree yeah. to replace it? I no, it's still you know what? It, I mean, those are, that'd be hard to get through those revolving doors. Yeah, that's, it, that's not a real narrow. I, I got a narrow I got passageway. A, I got a very easy answer for this okay. uh, critical question, Paul. You know what it is? It's a fucking tree with decorations on it. That's what it is. Yeah. Call it a holiday tree. Call it. I, mm-hmm. I don't fucking care. It's a fucking tree. You know, if you also, celebrate Christmas, great. These guys would rather be dealing with symbolic bullshit rather than actual stuff that makes a difference in people. Yeah, like lives. making sure that the children of Shorewood can go to school. Yes. Um, yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. Do not fear a gunman. Yeah. Okay. So well, there'll be some more news uh, next time. Obviously, more hearings to come around this impeachment stuff. Democrats will have a debate next Wednesday. Right. We're sponsoring the Republican presidential debate, right? Between That's, Trump yeah, and Bill Weld. Still haven't. Uh, the Badger Politic Republican primary debate. President Trump has been invited. Over these one uh, less candidate, one less candidate though. We we Mark Sanford Sanford dropped out. So now all we got is Bill Weld and Joe Walsh. Oh, Joe Walsh! But he's just out. He like lives in Lake County, Illinois. Yeah, we can invite him up. Thirty minutes. He could drive up right now through the snow and Uh, make it for bar time. We gotta reach out. All right, maybe uh, maybe Uncle Rick can drive. Well, maybe if we can't get that, we can get uh, individual. Interviews with the Republican candidates for president. <laughs> we might get Joe Walsh. <laughs> That's a scary part. We might. All right. Forward. Forward.